Swan flies telling lies uh, on the 15th of June of last year I started this podcast gave a quick intro on what I was going to be doing just kind of the tip <laughs> just the tip just the tip just, let me rub, just <laughs> rubbing the tip on everybody out there <laughs> giving you guys a taste of what's to uh, come <laughs> yeah I like how you did that <laughs> Uh, got here with me, my bro Adam. Hello, hello. We just finished up his podcast. It is horror after hours. We were out here just talking about Father's Day. Yeah. Enjoying our time here by the campfire. Yeah. Which happy Father's Day, everybody. This will go up as soon as it's done recording. Just kind of a chill day. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful day out here by the fire. Lovely day out. Not too hot, not too cold. Yep. <laughs> Good day to roast some roast some brats, which hit the spot, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's good stuff. <laughs> Smoked brats out here by the fire. You can't, you can't beat it. They're all good, huh? I'm going uh, old school Simpson here. Yeah, real good, huh? They're all good. They're all good. In 03, we started saying that. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's real good, huh? Yeah, real good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people around Metal Atlas still talk that way. Yeah, it's good. It's good, huh? It's good. Yeah, <laughs> real good, huh? Yeah, so in 03, I, I got hired on to cut the road to catch can for Metal Atlas. And Skip and Donnie, every time it was, because um, you get breaks, you know coffee breaks and instead of yelling any of our names skip and donnie whoever was getting one of us just going eh! like really <laughs> fucking loud like it, it would echo on the fucking island man so I'd, I'd be cutting away have my fucking headphones on hard hat here eh! eh! and uh so that summer i was having dinner with adam and skyler and told them that then we'd all just started <laughs> it just kind of took off from yeah, there like, eh? <laughs> so, sometimes that's how i answer adam when he calls me eh? <laughs> it was kind of a eddie booth thing there yeah skip, <laughs> skip mcgilton actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's just a funny way to get someone's attention, I guess. <laughs> Causes a lot of laughs. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, sold some t-shirts, had some fun over the past year. Um, learned what to do, what not to do, how to uh, get less less tense talking, you know? Yeah. That's taking a little while for me to really relax enough to really get into doing the show again <laughs> yeah after taking that long break man it was tough yeah i know and then i got sick in january so i went like a month and then the pandemic hit and shockingly was able to knock one out once a week since that started <laughs> yeah you did a lot of solo casts so. yeah um did a lot with jesse actually i think i did three 
at the first three weeks of the pandemic. <laughs> I did a couple of solo casts. Yeah. But that's about it. I mean, it's really tough for me because I'm used to having somebody to reciprocate the conversation. Bounce it. Yeah. When you're by yourself, man, it really adds a lot of pressure. Yeah. So. Then you kind of get left of some dead air here and there. Yep. Well, my hat's off to you for being able to do that because I can't. <laughs> Thank you. Um, not really anything planned for today. Just kind of catching up again. Uh, catch can kind of got hit hard this past week and a half <laughs> with more COVID tests. And then the kid not quarantining after he got his results and heading out anyways. <laughs> Just fucked up. Yeah, it's a special kind there, man. Which in turn put Metlakatla to where if you go over there, you have to test and quarantine for 14 days. So a lot of people aren't coming over now because of that. Yep, that's my family, my kids, my parents. Yeah. Yeah, I was supposed to be in Metlakatla today. Carly and her family were coming over Friday. And then we're all going to get on that morning ferry today and go back, have Father's Day dinner, and it's my mom's birthday today, too. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Auntie. Yeah, and then here we are. <laughs> all the shit goes sideways. The best yeah. laid plans of men and mice, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least we got... Got this. We got this right now. We got the podcasting. We got a nice fire. Hot uh, brats. Yeah. Decent weather. Yeah, and my mom bought me a ribeye steak for dinner. Which is awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Hell yeah. Which I'll probably eat that last bread after we're done here. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it's all yours, man. Yeah. Um, by chance, do you, when's the last time you had a picnic before you moved over here? You went out to Boy Scout. Actually, I think it was... Or did you do one more recent? Uh, Let's see. When my kids and I first started hanging out again. That's when you went out there? Yeah. Is the swing still out there? There was a new one up. Oh, really? Yeah. The old one had finally given way and snapped off. So somebody had tied off a new one. wasn't anywhere near as high. but. Oh, really? So I remember going, it felt like going way the fuck out there. Yeah. Coming way the fuck back in. Um, but there's this particular moment that sticks out. There was this... Uh, Huge, it was in the 80s, mid-80s, I believe. Huge beach party out there that turned into a party, right? All of us are out there, all of us. Your parents, uh, I don't know if my parents are out there, but I I ended up going out there with my Uncle Pat and and them and Milo and Uncle Pat's family. Mm -hmm. And then it it just turned into a, a party. Bunch of booze, weed, drugs, you had name it. Kids are having fun. We're roasting dogs, marshmallows, burgers. We're swimming because it's beautiful out. It's yep. midday. And then the small tack one airplane lands. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Holy, Holy shit. shit. I forgot about this one. Goes up. Out pops my Uncle Merle. Holy shit. Hey, he waved everybody down. <laughs> Grab a keg. <laughs> everybody, and then I heard, boys, line up. Chinese water drill. And the entire Cessna was filled up with 18 packs and cases of Budweiser. 
and then the pontoons held as much Budweiser. Yep. So <laughs> my uncle was sitting in the front. Jerry was on the was piloting. Everything behind him was either an 18 pack or a case of Budweiser. <laughs> I remember that. And man. we we built. We all stood in line, and we all just kept handing it up. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and um, that was kind of what we was like. Okay, now you guys could go back. And we went back to swimming, roasting hot dogs, walking around out there, making our own spears and whatnot. Yep. Grabbing moss, and then uh, was waiting to get on the swing. Ray Martinez was shit-faced. <laughs> and he went out, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. And he went out at the highest. At the, you remember, like you said, you remember how long, how high that was? He'd go yeah. out. He went out as as high as he could, and then he dropped. Boom, and he started screaming, and Milo went, holy shit. <laughs> we ran over there, motherfucker broke his ankle, and he landed, man. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> I don't Jeez. mean to laugh, but it's just there. Crazy story, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about the plane full of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that, man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy times, man. Different times, for sure. That would never happen now. No. Your <laughs> Uncle Merle, man, that guy knew how to party. Yeah. It was, I still think about it like, man, there's a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot of people, man. Yeah, it was. There had to have been 65, 70, if not 30 more. Fuck, man. It seemed like, I mean, everybody was out there. Everybody brought food, chips, pop for the kids. And people are already partying, and they're talking about how they're running out of shit. And I just remember thinking, fuck, we're probably going to be, not because we were drinking, but because everyone's like, ah. Then the plane lands, and then. <laughs> Party saved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, man. Give me a ballpark number of how many cases you think we pulled out of there. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Just cases? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's legit hard to guess because you guys remember those Cessnas, man, that whole thing. <laughs> Packed with beer. Yeah, and the pontoons. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Held as many as they could. It's quite a few, though, man. It's funny. <laughs> Must have been a pallet of beer in that thing, though. <laughs> Oh, Imagine shit. how much money was spent on that. Well, like back then, man, that's when fishing was booming. Yeah. Shit, man. In 1993, I was working at Taco Air. Take a guess at what the round trip price was. Just. 1993 was 40 bucks, wasn't it? Nope. Cut it in half. Oh, it was 20. Now, 20 bucks round trip to and from Catch Can. I would, um, I came over here on the 4th of July because back then, if the 4th wasn't on a weekend, Matt LaCatla celebrated it on the weekend anyways. Yeah, it was usually the following weekend. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, so I came over here because my parents took Carly over because there was a circus in town, and Michelle Morgan was like, hey, yeah, you're going to get the discount because you got to pay to get on. I said, oh, okay. And it, it cost me like eight or ten bucks. <laughs> Michelle Morgan, that's a name I haven't heard in a dog's yeah. age, man. <laughs> yeah, her, uh, my buddy Travis's mom, Robin, was the boss back then. Oh, yeah. And uh, me and Johnny worked there. That was the summer me and Johnny turned 16. I was already 16 at that point. Yeah, yeah. Were you at the egg house with Terrence that summer? Yep. 
Me, Terrence, and Lloyd, actually. Yeah. I think that's where Merle was, too. Because he'd be fishing off and on. Yeah. I never did. I used to go down there in coffee breaks, though. I remember uh, we'd have deliveries, and Scott would be like, you want to bring it down there? I said, yeah. He's like, coffee break, man. Take your time. Just walk back when you're done. I was like, really? He said, yeah. You're good. You'll, you'll see the plane land. You could run. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd go down there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> drop the package off to my Auntie Evie because she was working in the office. Say hi to her. She's like, oh, look at that. You timed it just right, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was back when uh, my grandma Stretch was one of the managers down there. Yes, yeah, you go down there. There was hot chocolate, coffee, and cookies. And a lot of other snacks. Yeah. Every, every coffee break. Yep. Every coffee break, man. So if I had enough time, I would go there on with a delivery. <laughs> God, you remember every 4th of July, back even when it was the uh, full-on Annette Island packing. Oh, yeah. And then even when they shrunk it down to just the cold storage. Okay. Every 4th of July, every 7th of August, they had totes full of frozen... Uh, Ice and sodas and juice and all this stuff for everybody. That's right. They had people cooking up hot dogs left and right, and they invited the entire town to come down. I remember that. They had people cooking up hot dogs, burgers, and handing out chips and salads and all this other stuff. Yeah. Every year for the entire time we were growing up. Yeah. I remember. That was tradition. The the mill did, too. They would have a family day down there. Yeah. And you go down there and um exact same thing that would be down there, yep. you know. The only way I ever went down there was with, was with as I was with you. Yeah, we'd be <laughs> like, Hey you gonna bring Adam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? <laughs> yeah. But I can't. <laughs> I remember uh came over one time and I was upset about something and I called up we get there, we're going to call Dad. And my mom was like, he's at work. And so I'm still going to call. And she's like, okay. Got on the phone, called long distance direct. <laughs> Didn't dial zero out. <laughs> Oof. Hey, yeah. You talk to my dad. Well, who's your dad, son? Like Edward Booth. Oh, is this Bruce? Yeah. If he's busy, can I leave a message? And, hey, hey, is everything okay? Yeah, Dad, it's just this. And he's like, Okay, I'll be over there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came over and he's like, you, you know, if there's an emergency, call me anytime. I said, well, that's why I called you. And he's like, all right, then I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, crazy, though. You know, uh, one of the reasons I called him one time, too, was um, I was, uh, was playing karate champ with Trevor. Uh-huh. Because Trevor moved over here at that at that at that at that, at that time. Yeah, and we're at McBride's, and like all of a sudden, I just got put in a chokehold and ripped out. I was like, "What the fuck?" And Trevor's like, "What are you doing?" And you know, we're just little kids, and we're trying to fight this guy off, this fucking security guard cop or whatever. You know, and then the owner of McBride's came out, and he's like, "Hey, leave my fucking customers alone. What is, what's your problem?" This guy's bend. He's like, what are you talking about? Oh, this guy stole. It's like, he has fucking been here. Him and that other kid have been here since I opened up at 10. And I was like, I've been here the whole time. And, you know, 
little brown native kid got accused of being someone I wasn't. And then he tried apologizing, you know, and he's like, well, you got to stay in line. I was like, I didn't do shit, man. He's like, oh, watch how you talk to me. I said, all right, I'm coming back with my dad. Finished the game. And I called my dad, told him. <laughs> we flew right over. Got the next flight. Showed him who he was. He's like, all right, stay right here. My dad walked over there. Turned the guy around. <laughs> See that boy right there? Oh, yeah, sorry, are you his dad? I said, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> I said, how about I kick your fucking ass right in front of my son so he feels safe to play video games? I said, I bust my fucking ass to send him over here so he could have fun, play as much video games as he wants. You you try to choke him out from behind? Said, Why? Because he's fucking native? Guy was just started apologizing, apologizing. Wow. My dad shook him a couple times. <laughs> I never looked my direction ever again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Which another time, I was over here for basketball camp in 94. And uh, was walking downtown, had my Walkman. <laughs> had I my, remember those things. <laughs> yeah, I had my awesome mixtape. And, uh, <laughs> yep. And uh, shit, that summer of 94. So I probably had a little bit of Above the Rim soundtrack playing. <laughs> Beastie Boys Sabotage. Yep. <laughs> the Brat. <laughs> so functified. Wow, yep. Saw a fight downtown. Saw saw yeah. JoJo's brother Marty get knocked out. It's like, holy shit, man. Fucking crazy. The cops had the Ingersoll entrance blocked off that road there. Yeah. Blocked it off for letting them fight. His brother got knocked out one punch. Boom. Oh, holy shit. So that was done. Figured it was like close to 10 o'clock 10 30 and well uncle bruce is like what time you got a the time's your curfew and i told him he said all right i'm calling my brother if you lied to me you're in trouble i was like no no, no that's the time 10 30 he's like that's when you got to be here then so i was like all right i got a half hour to walk from downtown to 212 austin charcoal apartments so i get in in that same area where skyler's restaurant is skyler's table is yep which check it out, eat it. They got good stuff. Um, got there, didn't hear anything, probably because I'm fucking blasting my jams. And then I see, see the lights get lit up. So I, I stopped. I looked over, and fucking cops were fucking jumping out. Had their hand on their pistol. Took my headphones off. I was like, hey, what the fuck, man? They had their spotlight on me, and I was like. What the fuck is going on? And they're like, got a warrant for your arrest. I was like, I fucking highly doubt that, sir. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I highly doubt that. I was like, I'm just a 16-year-old kid over here for um, basketball camp from Mount Lakatla. Like, we need to see your ID. Showed them my ID. Kid they were looking for. Was that, you remember that kid Ian Christensen? Sort of. Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, white kid, grew up, went to elementary school with us. Yeah. Look, nothing like the kid, man. <laughs> They're ready to fucking... Jump on your ass. Jump on my ass, <laughs> put a bullet in my ass. I was like, hey, man, put, take your hand off your gun, man. I didn't do anything. And um, kind of like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> Holy cow. Man. Yeah, that was that was August of 94. Damn, man.
And you probably told me about that one, too. I just I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, that was leading into your senior year. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. That was uh, that, that September. Me and the girl I was dating at the time were eating lunch with you. And you had a 7-Up. <laughs> and you just, like, <laughs> just for whatever reason, like, you were talking, you were, you were talking to her. And I was on the other side munching my um, top of my oodles of noodles. <laughs> and uh, and then she she you were talking and she was talking like, oh, okay. And you dug into your bag, pulled out a 7-Up. And she was talking the whole time. You're just like. <laughs> smashed on your head. Then you burped. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I like that movie. <laughs> That's hilarious because I don't remember that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, se- yeah, September 1994. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like something I did. That was, yeah, your senior year, we're sitting on those blocks. Remember those blocks? Yep. Remember them very well. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> yeah. Crazy days, man. Yeah. Oh man, you hear a funny story about when I went to Wrangell for basketball. We got snowed in and we stayed at James's dad's apartment, the whole fucking team. <laughs> Crazy, right? It's fucking snowed really fucking hard. And then Brandon and Johnny disappeared. And it had been a while and they hadn't come back yet, but it was like the snow was sticking. The snow was like fucking sticking. So I go to Jim's window and look out and I was like, motherfucker, man. Ran out there. They were fucking making a big snow cock and balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> there was this, um, it was above the pizza place in Wrangell's where Jim stayed. Don't know if that pizza place is still there, but we were, uh, I was like, holy shit, man. So I went out there and I was helping Johnny roll this big snowball, put it on the other side, and he found some dead grass. And, uh, they padded at that time, they had padded, um, a log that was working as a barrier for the parking lot uh, covered that in snow and made a head. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking snowcock, man. <laughs> oh shit, that's awesome. <laughs> that uh, I bought. Um, I bought Speed in Wrangle. That movie Speed with Keanu yep. Reeves. And you know the other movie I bought there? Point Break. No. No. Brain Scan. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I brought it down to Terrence's after, and I watched it like this for the third time with you guys watching it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie. Still a good movie. Still a good movie. I rewatched it recently, man. I really liked Brain Scan. Edward Furlong was good in it. Who played uh, the creep? What was his name? What creep are you talking about? The guy he was talking to. Oh, hold on. I'm going to look it up right now. The digital dude? Yeah. What the hell was his name? I thought it was like Creep or something. We're about to find out. (laughs) Good movie, though. Kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, it was very innovative. Still kind of trippy, too, man. Because at that time, that was the... CD-ROM. Yeah. The Trickster. Trickster, yeah, okay. That was the first interactive game. That was awesome. Yeah. But the game that was interactive was... Brain Scan. 
<laughs> where you're actually playing a killer, looking through the eyes of the killer, and you go and hack somebody to pieces. Great concept for a movie. Yeah. Might even work better nowadays. Actually, we were talking about what horror movie we'd like to see remade. I'd like to see Brain Scan remade. Yeah. I could still enjoy the, uh, the technology and the special effects, but it could probably be done a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. But they would have to actually tell a story with it rather than just beat Gore. you over the head with it. Yeah. Gore and scare jumps. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a movie I wouldn't mind a remake of. Done correctly. Yeah. See, I would watch that. Yeah. I would give it a couple of chances. Yeah. I mean, uh, let us do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, even when it comes to that movie I hate so much. Which one? The Fog. The, oh, remake. the remake? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave that one about eight chances. I tried to watch that movie that many times before I finally said, I can't stand this fucking movie. Holy shit, man. <laughs> I was like, you know what? The effects are really cool. Yeah. No story to go with it, though. No story whatsoever. It's just Piece garbage. of shit. Yeah. And what made me even more mad was that Carpenter had actually signed off, said, hey, okay, put my name on it. Fuck, man, I forgot about that. Because he was actually... Was, did he give him executive producer credit? Yeah, I think so. That kind of sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, and it just... It turned out to be absolute shit. Yeah, that did suck. But yeah, I would like Brain Scan to be remade. I would be okay with it. I would pay for that in the theater. Yeah. I would too, actually. I went to the remake of Robocop in the theater here, actually. <laughs> I think I did too. I went with Quinnen and his son, which it wasn't a bad one, but it didn't make enough money, so... It wasn't great. Yeah. It definitely didn't have the the feel of the original movie, or even part two. I like part two. I got to watch that one in the theater, too. Part two was awesome. That one I saw in the theater. Yeah. That First was... one I saw in the theater, I think. Really? First one I saw, I watched with my Auntie Evie at her house. <laughs> Pretty sure I've seen it in the theater. Not me. I wanted to, though. Part I remember, remember, as soon as I got out of the theater, we were going back to the Ingersoll because that was where we were staying whenever we came over. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, I remember telling my parents, I can't wait to get home and tell Bruce all about this movie. This yeah. was so cool. I saw it in the um, Fangoria magazines. Yep. Because they kind of give you glimpses. You know, you, you get to see some scenes without any context, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> that's where effects. that's where we got a lot of our behind-the-scenes stuff, was yeah. Fangoria. What was the other one called? Gore Zone? Yep. They had a sister magazine called uh, Starlog, which was all sci-fi. I hated that one. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, but yeah, no... Uh, Probably the only horror movie I'd be okay with being remade right now would be Brain Scan. Yeah, I would like to see that actually. And I was talking about I'd like to see Ghoul remade. Yeah, I keep thinking Ghoulies. <laughs> now that the original one was really dark. I mean, dark in a creepy way. Was part two had the poster with little motherfucker with uh, suspenders coming out of the toilet. Yep. <laughs> part two was funny. Yeah. That one was the one that took place in the carnival. Oh, that's right. The first one was uh, very satanic. 
There was, you know, it's on Prime right now. The stuff. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I got. I love that movie, <laughs> especially Chocolate Chip Charlie. It was so funny. <laughs> it also is a good one too. From that time was uh, the Blob remake. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, that was a good one. I like that. First one was in the fifties, I think. I believe that was. Or is it the sixties? No, it was fifties. Fifty-six, I think, was the first one. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cheesy shit, but fucking really good. <laughs> Actually, especially for its time, it was really well well done. <laughs> I mean, it's something you got to take into consideration when you're watching these old movies. Got to suspend disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> like I even like some of the silent films. Not me, man. I'm not that deep. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. I, I don't like all of them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong there. <laughs> I like stuff like the original Hunchback, the original Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Um, Nosferatu. No. Those ones, I love watching all those. Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The acting had to be so over the top back then. Yeah. There's a really good glimpse into... How that stuff was done in that movie. Um, That's why they'd always do those close-up on Bela Lugosi's eyes when he was Dracula, right? Yeah. But that was one of the... That was the really the beginning of the talking movies era. Mm-hmm. Um, God, what was that movie? Shoot. It wasn't Vampire Journals. It was uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Oh, yeah. That was the making of... Nosferatu. Yeah, the one that came out 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good movie because it really showed you how things operated way back. Yeah. I gotta watch that one. It really is a good one. <laughs> um, John Malkovich plays F.W. Marnot, the director. And the, uh, and, and Nosferatu, right? No. No, that was... Someone else? Yeah. Originally played by an actor named Max Schreck. Talking about the black and white one, right? Yep. And I don't remember who played the the vampire in that movie. Hmm. Good one, though. It's good. There was a 1977 one made. That was Klaus Kinski who played Nosferatu in that one. Oh, okay. Also a good one. Just kind of a slow burn on that one. Yeah. Depending upon... I like slow burns, you know? Like The Shining. Yeah. That is a great movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Very cerebral. Yeah. Did you watch Doctor Sleep yet? You gonna hit me if I say no? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't. (laughs) You have the Blu-ray, don't you? Yeah, I do. I just haven't seen it. <laughs> Motherfucker. Uh, I got no excuse. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, man, just uh, went shopping yesterday. I had, had the mask on the whole time, you know? Yep. I was out for about three, four hours yesterday getting getting shit. Nice seeing some people wearing the mask, others just weren't. 
Yeah, whenever we go into any of the stores, we get our masks on. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Crazy times, man. Better safe than sorry, as I always see it. Yeah. Even when I get on the ship, I go to work, I gotta have my mask on. The whole time? Yep. Gotcha. So out, out at Walmart, by the jewelry section, Yeah. they got those mask ear savers out there that holds it on the back of your head, not around your ears. So I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Definitely going to have to grab some. Yeah, they sell them four in a pack. Yeah, definitely going to have to grab some. Saw them this morning. Cool. Yeah. God, remember when everything first hit? Remember all the panic? Oh, man. Toilet paper disappeared off of every shelf in town. What the fuck was that about, man? Did they think we are going to get massive shit? Mass, literally a massive shit storm? I think so. Uh, I think people were actually eating it, to tell you the yeah. truth. Yeah, I get it, man. Sometimes when you're sick, you get fucking diarrhea, but I guess the unknown, you automatically think the worst. Well, fuck, what if I, what if I need three years worth of shit paper? <laughs> Probably not dipshit. <laughs> fuck, man. I bought two 12-packs, and I, I'm just almost through the first 12-pack that I bought. Back uh, in early March. Having a B&B, we actually go through quite a bit. It's different. Yeah. It's different, but yeah, fucking craziness, <laughs> man. I saw on Twitter there were people who had, you know how big my living room is. Yeah, had that full. Had that full of nothing but paper and cleaning products. I'm yeah. like, fuck, why hoarding all this shit? Man? Well, they thought they were going to make money off of it. They didn't. And those people who did try it got arrested, which is awesome. Yeah. Like the guy who had the fucking, the massive, uh, what do you call those, shipping containers full of hand sanitizer. Yeah. Selling them from anywhere from $8 to $80 a bottle. Fucked up, right? That was ridiculous, man. Crazy fucking times, man, now... They said we're probably going to be getting hit with a second wave. <laughs> I think the second wave was already underway. Which we were doing good, and then... All it takes is one idiot, man. Yeah, that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. Unfortunately. And we knew that it was that, that fragile, though, too. Yeah. It's crazy, man. You always hear people, well, they're kids. Like, fuck, dude. I'm like, well, you were 18. I'm like, okay. I wasn't 18 during a pandemic, you know? And wasn't that ignorant either. Yeah. It was just a stupid thing to do, man. Beyond stupid. Yeah. But jumping party to party in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> Don't mean to laugh, but holy fuck, you know. That's been the talk of the town since since, since it, it happened, yeah. Since it happened. <laughs> was that Wednesday? Yeah. I think so. Well, Tuesday when it hit catch when it came out. Yep. <laughs> Fucking crazy, man. And now, you know, they're, uh, I don't know how they're going to do the fourth this year, but it sounds like they're going to try to do something, I guess, here in Ketchikan. Exactly. Like, there's not going to be any booths this year. Yep. Not that there was a lot in Ketchikan, but. Metlakatla, that, that is a huge, huge event. Yeah. So Mount Lacatla, they're saying you could sell food out of your house. But not on the ball field. Huh? Not on the ball field. Man, that's 
That's rough. Yeah, so that sucks, man. But what are you going to do, you know? Yeah. We're it's... fucking I'm in the thick of it now, man. Yep, for sure. And we still got to be wary of the third wave. Yeah. Which they say is going to be the worst. Yeah. Flu season, man. Yep. It's just like a tsunami, though. Third wave was usually the worst. <laughs> yeah, true. Was the last tsunami you were part of morning 2012? That was mine. I slept through all the other ones. Yeah, I don't remember. Actually, I slept through that one too. Skylar woke me up and said, like, Get up, man. I was fucking in my bed of loneliness at the time and I finally <laughs> crashed out. And, um, Get up, get up. I was like, Ugh. Uh, he's like, Get up. You fucking slept through a fucking earthquake, man. I was like, What? He's like, get up. I was like, holy, holy shit. I got up and he's like, where are I? I got a tsunami warning. I'm going to go, go, go pick up my brother. And I was like, what? He's <laughs> <laughs> totally out of it. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking so tight. It seemed like one of the very first times I had gotten sleep since shit went sideways for me. You yeah. Know? And, uh. I kept thinking, like, oh, and I could tell I was getting him mad, but I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about because I was so tired. <laughs> I was sitting at the table, and he, he came back with Kyle, and I was like, oh, shit, what's up, bro? And he said, fucking strong earthquake, huh? And Kyle was like, nah, he fucking slept through. He doesn't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> he and still I, don't know. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, I'm tired, man. We had a fucking earthquake. And Skyler was like, fuck, man. It, 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 the earthquake hit so hard, it shook me, and I woke up screaming, ah! I was like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> called called home. Yeah, it was a big earthquake. Did you feel it? I said, no. <laughs> I was sleeping. Yeah, I was like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> holy shit, man. Fortunate, though, to be sleeping during some fucked up shit like that, you know? Scary, man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember all the ones we used to have when we were having as kids. Yep. Have us go out to Yellow Hill. Yep, I remember. Fucking nuts. Yeah, you're up high enough. I remember thinking, feeling safe, and now thinking like, fuck, dude, was that high enough? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Some people used to hike up Yellow Hill, I think. Yeah. There was always a big group up there whenever we had to go out there. Yeah. And we had a tsunami warning spring 94. Yeah, I remember thinking, holy shit, man. I had to go home and grab clothes, pack a backpack, open up my backpack. <laughs> I had all my Chris Weber jerseys. <laughs> That's what I wanted to save. <laughs> had the blue Michigan jersey, the uh, blue Golden State Warriors jersey. <laughs> and I looked around, I was like, fuck, this is all I, what the fuck, man, this is all I grabbed? <laughs> I remember there was one year I was working the ship, and we had a, uh, there was an earthquake nearby, and they warned everybody a tsunami. I was living on the ship at the time, oh, working okay. the yard. And I remember I had to go up to your guys' place that night, and you guys had the apartment up there oh, on yeah. Timberline. That, that's the time I'm talking about. It was in October of 2012. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Um. 2003. I think I was actually staying that night anyway. Mm -hmm. 
and I just never went back to the ship, and then I heard they were evacuating people off of there. Yeah. I was like, wow. 2003, I was living across from your Uncle Mitch. I was living with my cousin Dave, and I went to go get Maya's bike parked across the street. I fucking popped the trunk, and as soon as I got out, I fucking fell down. Holy shit, and I was trying to get up, and I fell down again. I looked over, and the, the poles were shaking, and I looked over, and my cousin Dave came fucking flying. Oh, there's a fucking earthquake. What am I going to do? And I was like, fucking thinking, fuck, I'm probably going to die in the fucking streets on the res. God damn it. <laughs> you know, and Dave was fucking screaming. What am I going to do? And I was like, holy fuck, man, trying to, trying to stand up to look for a fucking place. And he was standing between the fucking... In the door, doorway? In the doorway, asking me what the fuck we're going to do. And all I kept thinking was like, fuck, man. I'm going to die some fucking horrific Final Destiny type death here with this fucking telephone pole coming down on my fucking ass, you know? And then it stops, and I was like, holy shit, man. Dave, you all right? And he's like, fuck, no, I'm not all right, man. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> holy shit, man. Somebody... Uh... Like, Dave, you don't imagine him being scared in any situation, man. <laughs> ah, that was legit my first time seeing him scared. <laughs> Which is fun to laugh about now, but at the time, you could, you know why he's scared. Oh, know? fuck yeah, man. <laughs> totally get it, but yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nothing nuts. ever scared him when we were young, man. Yeah. Now I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you, will kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so people didn't fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, posted a picture of myself on Facebook yesterday wearing the mask, put my hood on and sunglasses. And I said, I'm in the new Mortal Kombat game. I talk a bunch of shit to my cousin David kicks your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're at. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right about the same time we had on mine. Yeah, I call it good, man. Good hey. one-year celebration. Yeah, cool. Uh, thanks for being on. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. First of all, you didn't have me. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I wouldn't be in a cab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks for being on. We'll do it again, man. Cool. All Later. Right. Later. Later.